Hello and welcome to Tales from the Tabletop. Hey, bitches. What's up? I am your cutest DM, Kayla Williams. You're mixing it up every time. I don't know what to do anymore. And I'm the forever DM, Jeff. How's everyone doing? I got to keep you on your toes, Jeffrey. Yes, exactly. How else will I be able to edit this and think that there's like some kind of consistency to this podcast? But there's nothing. I love it. No consistency at all. Um, So it's out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the podcast finally is out. So we finally dropped it. A little bit of housekeeping. We recorded those episodes that have been out the first three episodes, probably what was it, June and July or something? Months in advance. <laughs> so now it is November. Um <laughs> It is my birth week. It is your birth week, yes. And today is my anniversary. We love to see it. Everything happens in November. Anything that's worth happening. All the good things happen in November. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, my birth. Um, that's about it. That's it? Nothing else? Okay. Well, you know. <laughs> but yeah, we're back. We haven't done this in a while, so bear with us. We've heard a lot of you guys' feedback, which is awesome. We love feedback. Um, there's an awesome little email address you can send some feedback to, talesfromthetabletoppod at gmail.com. We didn't have that set up on the first episode, so I had to like cut and paste like you saying it later on. So we're professionals. <laughs> we're if you guys... so professional, dude. We are really good at this whole podcasting thing. But yeah, we're, we've heard you guys' feedback. We're going to work on a little bit of stuff, but we're always glad to hear more. If you have anything, just go ahead and email us there or uh, DM us on our stuff. We're doing this right at the top, but we'll definitely do it at the end as well. But yeah, I, it's really exciting. I was really nervous. Jeff messaged me and he was like, what if we just drop it now? And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, like great. I felt like Halloween was the perfect time to release a quote unquote horror podcast. It ended up being so good, and like the the title and everything was so perfect. It it was a little weird releasing them because we didn't get any feedback for the first three episodes, right? Because we just kind of recorded those, and we were like, eh, uh, ah, uh, what are we doing? Oh, is this mm-hmm. okay? What direction do we want to go? And now I feel like we have a much more solid plan. So it's like, oh, a, yeah. it was a little cringy being like, okay, well, the second episode is out, but I can't like do anything different. And it it had been long enough where I'd forgotten what I said. Oh, God. Yeah. So you forgot all the stories you said. It was like I was actually listening to a podcast. I was like, I fucking said that? Why the fuck would I say that? Wow, these stories are fucking crazy. People did that? That's insane, bro. That is, that. I kind of love the, like, simplicity in that. Just, like, going back and be like, wait. This is pretty good. This is a good podcast. Yeah, we, we've got no more uh, caught up for us now, so I'm going to have to unfortunately remember everything I say. Yeah, and it'll haunt you for however long it takes to put this out. So as you can tell, we're doing things on Tuesdays. It kind of just happened that way, so we might stick with Tuesdays for a while. But that's a lot of housekeeping stuff. You, let's listen to some stories. <laughs> So ladies first, um, I actually picked a short one this week. Shocker. I know. <laughs> Literally the f- like every week since the first episode, you were like, yeah, I'm going to do a shorter one. And it always ends up being the longest story. Uh, because something about like reading a shorter story just doesn't feel as fulfilling for me. You know? Yeah. If I can see the comments as soon as I look at the page, then I'm like, wait, this is too short. Also, I'm so sorry to everybody who wanted to hear the update from that episode one um, story. I no longer have it. I could not tell you where it is. <laughs> a lot of people were coming up to me and they're like, hey, um, I can't wait to hear the update to that story. I definitely want to hear what the DM had to say. I guess you and me will never know. 
No, it's it's probably <laughs> no. for the best. I mean, considering considering how much of a train wreck it was, I just I can't. No, I, I honestly I'm glad that that story is ended. I killed in our it. Eyes. It it's probably dead. hasn't. It's never coming back. Today we have a brand new story. Um, this one is an "Am I the Asshole?" post. It's from Temp Anonymous three 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 three. I do love pulling from all these different sources. Just like "Am I the Asshole?" Is it from a different subreddit or? It, it's from "Am I the Asshole?" There's also like tabletop uh, or D and D horror stories. There's yeah. Am I the Devil, which is like reposted Am I the Asshole posts. It's a little Why bit... it just gets worse? Like, Am I the Devil? If it's like, oh, wait, yeah. no, you're more than an asshole. Usually the Am I the Devil posts are posted by somebody else who like screen grabbed the original post and was like, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> I What is this world we live in? Some of them ha- like have to be rage bait. Like, that's just it. You know, how could you be so unself-aware? But I also feel like I know people like that in real life. So you life. say it's rage bait. Do you mean like people get purpose or are like purposely difficult in D&D settings just so they can post a story on Reddit later? Or no, they they lie on the internet for fun like you and oh, me. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Lie. Well, I don't lie. I, just, I tell the truth every D&D session. <laughs> I definitely am prepared for tonight's session. Uh, okay. This one's called Am I the Asshole for Not Letting This Girl Join Our D&D Group? feel like it sums it up right there. We can already yeah. kind of guess what's going to happen. <laughs> I feel like he's probably going to be the asshole because his excuse is, oh, she's she cried. Like the girl from the last episode we posted. It is so much worse, my friend. Oh, no. <laughs> this happened a few years ago, but it's important to what happened to me earlier. I know this girl, late 20s, we'll call her Melody. We were co-workers a few years back, and we have some mutual friends since we're both gamers. Recently, I started seeing this guy who is very into playing poker, blackjack, and other card games. We're nothing serious yet, it's very new. Uh, he invited me to game night, but I'm not exactly the casino card game type. So I asked around to see who can teach me. One of our mutual friends said that Melody is actually very into poker and blackjack and other games. She actually used to play uh, with a group regularly and is pretty good. Our friend says that he thinks she counts cards, quote unquote, whatever that means. <laughs> How do you not know what card counting is? So it goes from blackjack and poker to D&D? No. So this is kind of like what happened today. And then they'll tell, like, the D&D part comes in later. So it's kind of like a, rev- it's a little bit of a revenge story. Oh, oh, God. So we'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, I don't, I, I genuinely don't know how you don't know what counting cards is. I mean, look, it's a, you live in Chicago, so of course you understand what counting oh, cards is. Oh, of course. Is. You're, I'm, I'm you're a the fucking criminal, shark, man. <laughs> you're the fucking criminal capital of the world. Okay, of course you know. You are part of the mafia. Let's. It's confirmed here right now. Um, I'm probably going to be forced to edit it. So I reached out to her, but she laughed at me and told me no. When I asked why, she said it was because I wouldn't let her play D&D. She said I was an asshole for quote-unquote excluding her. Oh, no. I'm part of a D&D group with my coworkers. We've been playing together for years. When Melody was working with us, I told her about the group one day because she wanted to hang out, but it was game night. A few days later, she asked if she can join. Per our rules, unless you are formally invited by a veteran member who is also willing to mentor you, you can't join. So I told her that. That's a that's an interesting rule. I, I get it. 
Like you don't want just like, okay. Like that I've learned DMing with you guys and just DMing in general, how much people want to play as soon as they find out that you're a DM. There's like people that'll come out of the woodworks that you didn't even know knew what a tabletop RPG was that Mm -hmm. will beg you to DM. I kind of get that. But at the same time, like, I, I don't know. There just seems weird to me. That you're like, it is an invite only kind of club. Fuck you. I hate the like, I hate the like word veteran member. I'm like, because mm. obviously if you're a new person, it is a lot easier to have someone mentor you. And I get it that a lot of the times it's a lot of work to kind of help somebody learn from zero, you know? So I, yeah. I think in that sense that their time should still be respected. Because but people I mean, will literally pay people to be a DM, you know, like it's mm-hmm. you put in a lot of work and like the players would put on a lot of work to teach you if you're learning from zero. I feel like it also relies on the DM. Like if you're not good, like, I mean, I, from example, like I've we've done like three or four different systems. Mm-hmm. Like, well, actually, we've done a lot more systems than that. And like you guys typically understand it fairly well first session. Of course, as things go on, like for, we're learning with this new campaign we started, we're learning we're, we're learning the system at, together, like as a DM and as players, and that kind of envelops the story a little bit. We've done Monster of the Week, and we're able to, to do a session, multiple sessions, right after we learned it, like a week after we learned it, like because we go week by week basis. Mm-hmm. And, or we've done like the Pokemon uh, 5e thing. Like if a DM is not good at explaining the rules... That's just a bad DM. It's a bad example of what um, what to expect from this campaign. If you're expecting your players, like, of course, I understand you're pissed off and you don't want to deal with new players and have to reteach every two weeks. You you should be willing to if you're not a good teacher, you I don't know. You really just said if you suck, just say that. <laughs> if you suck, say that so that no, if the if DM you suck, sucks, just be honest, girly. I don't know. The idea of a veteran player versus like if you're a bad DM, you're a bad DM. If you can't teach players a new system, if you're not giving a helping hand to a player, I mean, excluding them because they're new, you're a bad DM. I see that point. But you also have to think about kind of certain people will like take advantage of you, too, though. If you're like their mentor and teaching them out of play, a lot of the times, well, maybe not a lot of the times, but there are those people out there who kind of take advantage of that and make you like the keeper of their character sheet. And they'll be like, well, I don't know. What does it say? I don't know. What's my uh, strength modifier? Blah, 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 blah. And so they're not actually playing the game in a logistical way. They're kind of just role-playing. And even then, a lot of the times, new players' role-playing is not good because they're scared. Yeah, I get that. I think maybe because I I, I see the example you're giving because we do have a player in our campaign that for most of the 5th edition campaign we did, they were just like, what's my character sheet say? And they weren't really relying on their own skills. Eventually, that faded away and they were able to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But Bless their heart. <laughs> yeah, bless their heart. We love you still, if you listen. But we either way, we still love you. Uh, well, if you don't listen, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, all's that to say, we're coming at it from a very reasonable, pers- 
reasonable perspective. Uh, this That's because we're reasonable DMs. This person's fucking whack. So, like, they say they rejected her, and then they go on to say that... I told her that I don't think D&D is the game for her. She can barely uh. handle understanding how her paycheck is calculated. And D&D requires a lot of calculations and is heavy on memory. I, this is all out of pocket and just so... <laughs> This is all so bad. That that is beyond dungeon. That is beyond gaming with this person. You just dislike the bro, person. Bro, haven't That's you ever heard is. of lying? Just lie. Why the fuck just would lie, you say bro. that? Just lie, bro. You don't have to because like you got to realize you still have to go to work with this motherfucker the next day. Like you said, I just think you're a dumb bitch, and I really don't want to play with you. I think you're stupid as fuck, and I don't want to deal with your stupidity. Thanks. <laughs> I just think you're fucking dumb. Like you could come at it from so many other ways right like you could be like i don't really want to be a mentor uh to anybody right now because i just want to focus on playing the game i feel like that would be so much more valid and they probably would have understood it but you were just like no i think you're stupid dnt has so many calculations like if you don't understand look the majority of my campaign does not know how to do math so raise his hand i'm not gonna just i'm not gonna just, yeah raise your hand if you can't do the math in jeff the campaign. what's six Kayla. plus three please i'm like oh jesus christ maybe i played too much Yu-Gi-Oh growing up because like you had to calculate life points and shit like that but anyways i don't know that's just that is way too personal and like that is beyond you i don't want to teach you it's you a dumb bitch i don't want to have to deal with you asking what two plus two is sorry it's so fucking funny because they say that she literally counts cards when she plays poker and there better be only four cards and they were like it's just so many calculations my brain is so big you can't possibly fathom how many calculations counting cards I do. is not easy it's not hard or not hard fuck it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy there's also like risk calculations you have to think of in your own head as well and the fact that op didn't know what card counting is makes me think that they're dumb this yeah, movie isn't exactly. stupid. You're stupid. What? Just because I don't understand Lord of the Rings or Inception does not mean I'm stupid, okay? She was pretty upset, but I held my ground and suggested she ask someone else to mentor her. But she never found anyone else, so she never got to join, and then she found a different job a few months later. Wait, what? They made her quit? I don't think they made her quit, but... Okay, but, like, if you're not even feeling welcomed by your co-workers... <laughs> I would probably Because they're quit. like, you dumb bitch, you can't even calculate your paycheck. That is absolutely 100% their fault. I don't understand what understanding the IRS has to do with <laughs> not being able to play Dungeons & Dragons. Do you know how to do your taxes? No? Then you can't play Dungeons & Dragons. Impossible. Oh, you didn't select zero instead of one? You can't play with well, us, girl. Well, sorry, girl. <laughs> So coming back today, she is holding that grudge against me and refuses to help me. She even told me to, quote unquote, have fun on your date, sarcastically and hung up, as she should. Yeah. You know what? Queen. Why the fuck should she help you if uh, this you dude... wouldn't help her? That's so silly. Well, I think we came to this like meta realization on the second episode where we realized that, damn, the people that come to Reddit are usually the wrong in the wrong Oh, yeah. This one seemed like this one doesn't come across as rage bait just because it seems a little grounded. And they were trying to be like, no, I was reasonable. I just didn't think D&D was the game for her. So it's an am I the asshole post where he's just like, am I an asshole for 
doing like being an asshole and it's very clear that i'm the asshole but can someone like give me validation that's like and tell me that i'm not they really don't think that they are the asshole and that's the funniest part to me and they're trying to get validation for being a shitty person and it's oh god oh yeah hold on i need to adjust my my dogs uh for anybody wondering we're both recording under blankets because we don't have i have hardwood floors and so does jeff until we like get a professional sound studio like you said you had at your fucking library um (laughs) yeah no it's not happening yeah so we record under dog blankets until we actually get we're gonna keep recording under our comforters uh there is an edit oh they go fine i'm an asshole you can all shut up now. <laughs> and for the record, I'm a woman. I looked up counting cards and it's nothing more than adding and subtracting values of cards. It ain't nothing special. So stop trying to make it seem like she's some fucking genius. End post. <laughs> Holy fuck. The that, rage. That's got to be the best fucking edit I've ever read. They didn't get the validation they were desiring on Reddit and were immediately just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck all of you. People in the comments were assuming that it was a guy because of the amount of like misogyny coming off of the post. Internalized <laughs> misogyny is so real. And the fact that they tried to downplay card counting is so fucking funny. It's just adding and subtracting. Oh, you kind of like Dungeons idiots. and Dragons, bitch. Yeah, what what more like what what calculations in Dungeons and Dragons are more complica- complicated than adding and subtracting? It's funny too because it came out a year ago and D&D Beyond definitely existed like a oh, year yeah. ago. Oh yeah. D&D Beyond existed like 10 years ago, man. What the oh, fuck? Oh yeah, cuz even they said a few years ago is when they turned them down for playing oh, uh D&D. That's just I I yeah, they're the asshole. They absolutely deserve mm-hmm. all the hate that came towards them. Yeah. Or not. You know what? Don't go to Reddit if you don't expect people to disagree <laughs> with you. I would highly recommend reading the comments. They are it's very validating. I have I'm the type of person I have to read the comments on oh like everything. I'm like before the video's even over, half the time I'm in the comments like, what's the vibe? <laughs> what are we all saying? I need an opinion I can attach to. Isn't it just adding and subtracting a bunch of low digit to low two digit numbers? There's an exact comment that says that. Oh, I love that. It's so funny. And then someone was like, dear God, I forgot the basic multiplication and division. (laughs) That was great. Oh, I didn't realize this being a Muppet fan, but this is from user Kermit the Scott. Um, I love it. Great, great username. I 100% already love this story. So, question for DMs. This is for you, Kayla, and for me. Just us. No one else. Just us. Have you ever made an NPC so universally hated you couldn't use them anymore? I'm gonna start with you. I know there's a whole post here, but I I I'm just, I have a lot of NPCs. This is so that interactive. Have just been... I'll let you start because I've had a lot of fucking characters that I've introduced you guys to. I haven't really made too many NPCs. A lot of the uh, one shots I've made for you guys, I've typically tried to keep it pretty contained. But I'd say the the PC I made that you guys hated the most. Well, I don't know. Everything I do is universally loved and adored. Yeah. So oh I don't God. know what it's we, like no, to just, be hated. <laughs> You you did a good job of making us all hate ourselves. That's so true. For something that we didn't even do in one of your one shots. Yeah, so in my the one of my one shots that I think is 
in my opinion, from what I've heard, it's your guys's favorite that I've done. Mm, yeah. It was all like conceived in my mind's eye. I threw you guys in like a, a dungeon, but basically I don't even remember what his name was. I think it was Robbie. Um, uh-huh. I played a I character. called him a different name completely. You right. called him Red, I think, because uh-huh. so it was a memory loss uh, one shot. Everybody lost their memories. They were trying to figure it out. They were slowly getting their memories trickled back to them. And I was playing this character that was like kind of a red herring. He's being specifically suspicious. Um, and to spoil it for everybody, um, Jeff's character didn't trust Robbie at all. Because I I was forced to play a barbarian. I say forced, but we all, you gave us a, a number and I guessed barbarian, having just played a barbarian the week before. I had all of the characters that I made on like a number scale. And I was like, okay, roll a D4 and we'll see who you get. And Jeff rolled the barbarian. I was like, you did this to yourself. I literally was played a barbarian the week before. I was so upset. And so the the character was very suspicious. And then you guys kind of caught on that he was the one who trapped you in this like magical world of your memories. Um, and it turned out he did it on accident because you guys had left him to die in the real world. So he cast a spell that trapped all of you guys in this like memory realm. And it was fucked. yeah, it, it was, was, it really was fucked sad. up. It, you guys were like, yeah, we're the good guys. This guy's fucking evil. And then you realize that you guys were all like dicks to him. And I gave them memories specifically of them being mean to him. So you made the PCs universally hated. You didn't make any NPCs universally hated. Yeah. My favorite thing is to make the PCs hated. (laughs) (laughs) Make us all question ourselves. Right. Because I know my players like to play heroes. We we don't really do evil campaigns like that. Mm -hmm. And so because you like to play heroes, I thought it'd be so gut-wrenching to kind of make you... Because everybody thinks they're good, you know? Of course they do. What was the line? I think um, one of our players asked... Because they had found out that Robbie's mom had died, and that was the whole reason he wanted to adventure. And she was, because I had been making you guys roll for memories to see what you remembered. And she was like, can I roll to see if I remember Robbie's mom's name? And I uh, I had her roll. She rolled well. And I was like, yeah, you can remember. You can remember not fucking asking him. So you don't know ugh, her name. Ugh, you and never she, asked. <laughs> oh, like, she oh. was devastated. It was so great. Oh, yeah. I think everybody so hated, hated me ourselves. at the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> we <all> hated <laughs> you. Like, why would you do this to us? Um, my A lot of my villains are very well hated Ugh. for good reasons. I, okay, I, I want it from you. Who's your least favorite villain that I've created, like that you've hated oh, and fucking, detested? Fucking Fedora Man. Oh, wait. Was Fedora Man... Why f- can't I remember Fedora Man? Which one was Fedora Man? I don't know his name. I just know how he made me feel. What was it? The guy that was like Ayla, my lady. He was like, he like the the dwarf who was like milady. He wore a fedora, and I cut his hands off. Oh, look, <laughs> <laughs> like, like that was that was a purposefully hated character because it was the, all the stereotypes that people are just grossed out by. Oh my just god! Just like the milady guy that has the free hugs at the con sign, even though they've banned it in the last ten years. He's like, I'm gonna sneak this in here. They can't mess with me if it's on my hoodie. Like, fuck it. Yeah, they can. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I forgot you cut off his hands. There was a lot of fucked up. But I liked, I liked Loki. Best my version murder of Loki I've was ever committed. Best murder you've ever committed. So yeah. Milady guy, purposely hated. I didn't use. I, it's not that I couldn't use them anymore. I just didn't 
Because you guys fucking killed him. Because I fucking cut his hands off. And then I cut his head <laughs> off. And then he came back to life. And then I cut his head off again. Oh, yeah. He did come back to life later on. It was great. He was oh, a ghost. Oh, like, I was so pissed. And then he, he cast a spell on my character that made their intelligence, like, one. Oh. Oh, God. God, we've done so much in my campaigns. Now it's all coming back to me. I have to like look at my DM notes. I'm like, who is the fucking... Oh, okay. When I first started DMing for 5th edition a few years ago, I made this character who, long story short, was supposed to lie to the party the entire time for what I thought were good plot reasons. They were adventuring together and eventually, hopefully, be redeemed. Yeah, that never happened. First time my players immediately cast him out after learning the truth, then tried to kill him when he reappeared later. Get his ass. <laughs> oh, God. Get his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Second time I played this guy, and I toned him down significantly from his kind of dickish attitude this time. A completely different set of people were immediately suspicious of him and conspired to ditch this guy as soon as possible. Holy fuck, we're learning that it's very hard to make a hated NPC conspicuous. Like, goddamn. Yeah. I I want to see, like, what is toning down? Like, was the first rendition him, like, twirling his little mustache, being like, ha And then the second edition was like, the mustache is gone. <laughs> but he has a goatee, <laughs> an evil-looking goatee. The third time I put him in the game, again with a new set of people, initially, they didn't really have any thoughts about him at all. But within, like, two sessions, they were at his throat for reasons I just don't really understand. That's so fucking funny. It's just, I love <laughs> it's just, like, a playtest for multiple groups of people. And they're all like, you fucking, they're all I like, fucking hate this fu guy. Fuck this guy, dude. Like, you're wanting him to be a terrible person. You're wanting him to lie to the party. And everyone fucking caught on to it real quick. My thing is my favorite thing to do if I have a sneaky NPC that's infiltrated the party you have to like have someone in on it. I think mm -hmm. that's what I did. We in did my a good job campaign. of having a player character infiltrate the party on our first season. Like Flynn was a spy the entire time, mm -hmm. but then just gave up on being a spy because they're like, "Wait, I'm seeing a lot of fucked up shit from this side." So that yeah. was a fun reveal. I was like, "Oh shit! I don't know what you guys are gonna do to her." Ah, and it's it's so interesting because we had been through so much together already. There's ways to do this character correctly, and I think it sounds like like they they might be DMing in a space where it's like there's a rotating door of people that doesn't sound like these are just like all his friends, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you gotta like know your players a little bit better because I can't throw shit at you that's even remotely suspicious because your character is always gonna be like, huh, huh. Huh? I'm, I'm alert now. I, I get stab it. him. I stab him with my knife. That's also a gun. And then I shoot him. No, I didn't homebrew that class this time. Not with you. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do like it. Like, I, I, I kind of like that idea that you have where you're like a player needs to be in on it. Oh, yeah. It makes it easier, though. Yeah, because you know? like I think we've talked about D&D &D being just this collaborative storytelling. So why don't you why are you taking the burden on alone? Exactly. There's a huge difference between like starting DMs and like DMs that have been doing it for a while. And it's you start to realize that the stuff you come up with will never be as good as what the players come up with. Like it like you'll come up with an incredible story. It'll be well written and everything like that. But what your players do in that world is always going to be better. 
Especially if I'm playing. Yeah. And like there's a certain, <laughs> di- well, okay. There's a certain dynamic that switches. Once you switch that off and you're, you start being like, I know everything too. They are very helpful and they will help. They are very, they are, they know just as much. Like it'll, it'll make your DMing so much better. And for the most part, your players want to succeed and be good at what they're doing. You know? If you have a player that's just playing it like a board game and is just trying to win every time, that's not interesting. You have to fucking ditch that player. I'm sorry if it's your fucking significant other, um, asshole boyfriend who you're like, Especially I think it's a good idea. Especially if it's your asshole boyfriend. <laughs> like, I thought, like, everyone likes my boyfriend outside of D&D, but he was so, uh, he's a piece of shit. In D&D, I didn't know this was going to happen. Bye, babe. Yeah. And break up with him. Well, Okay. <laughs> if they're great, <laughs> I think if they're great, well, this isn't a fucking relationship show, but if they're great at everything else with the D&D, yeah, break up with them. It's a deal breaker for me. It's a no from me, dog. Send them through the trap door. <laughs> the full context here is that he was the personal bodyguard of a caravan master's daughter. The guy was their employer and was very secretive and mysterious and, of course, protective of her, naturally, which I thought would play well with the overarching themes of mystery and intrigue in the game, but ultimately just led him to being enemy number one, who was either the target of physical violence or needed to be removed from their path yesterday. So hated was this man when one of the parties with this experience encountered an NPC with the same name, they almost flipped the table because they were ready to metagame an encounter just to ice him before he was even able to speak or be described to them. Naturally, I can't even use his name anymore. Anyone have any stories like that? That's wild. Nah, that's wow. Okay, fucking Christ, Kermit. I'm so sorry. If you tried so hard, honestly, in the end, it didn't matter. Thank you so much for joining us for today's exciting episode. Oh, we love to see it. We're back and we're, we're back. listening to your feedback. We love it. Uh, thanks to everybody who's listened so far. It's been such like overwhelmingly positive on our end for all our friends and family who have been listening hopefully we get some randos in there i'm gonna start advertising a bit more yeah i'm genuinely surprised like i looked at spotify and we have five stars from multiple reviewers and i'm like kayla did you just make a bunch of different accounts hey shush we said we weren't gonna talk about that (laughs) oh shit okay oh never mind that was me uh, and my 20 spotify accounts are gonna leave that's a lot of money because i don't (laughs) think you can vote when in like free spotify so good goddamn God damn. Yeah, I have. So if you break it up to where you get Spotify Duo or Spotify Family, it ends up being cheaper amongst the 20 accounts. <laughs> so um, there you go. There you go, guys. Start your own podcast and upvote yourself. So Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's been fantastic, though. I'm happy to be recording again. Um, excited to be back here with Jeff. We're going to keep going and we're going to be spreading ourselves out a little bit more amongst social media. So TikTok, YouTube, the like, uh, we just got to get the logistics ironed out for that. If we you do, would... we already have some like behind the scenes footage mm-hmm. of our fucking little setup. That's just so <laughs> atrocious, but you know, it's charming. It's got a little bit of charm. Once we actually have a full studio set up, I'm going to miss my blanket over my head. Yeah, I won't. 
If you would like to share your story with us, your TTRPG horror story, please send us an email at talesfromthetabletoppod at gmail.com. Again, that is talesfromthetabletoppod at gmail.com. Or if you hated us and you really disagree with <laughs> anything really we say. If you really want to send us uh, death threats, that's also the email you can send it to. But please just the email, because if it's anything else, I'm going to be worried. Yeah, just just sensitive, okay? I, I can't handle it. <laughs> He's so sensitive, guys. Please be nice to him. I'm actually the only one who reads the emails, so that's why I can handle the death threats going Yeah, I'm too there. nervous because I'm like, oh, great. Um, what's going to happen? What, what am I going to see? The, the day is the day we get sent our addresses in the email. <laughs> I keep Jeff on his toes enough already with my death threats, okay? So give me some <laughs> ideas to that email. Um, in the future, we are planning on having some special guests on as well, so we have that to look forward to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks. A lot of experienced DMs I've been, we've been in contact with, or just unexperienced that are just like, we really like the show and we have a horror story, so we'll see what they bring to the table. I'm excited to get a few people talking with us so we can all just enjoy this wonderful world and this positive, positive world of D&D. No strings attached, no math. <laughs> no complicated math, no card counting, no nothing, just the morality police (laughs) (laughs) all right guys once again i am the cutest dm in your life kayla williams and i am still forever dming please help i'm trapped i am in a dungeon and kayla won't let me out but bye guys (laughs) bye (laughs) you just hear chains and like (laughs) (laughs) oh the wolf is me oh